Sup, daddies? Today on the program, we talk about our new Power Moves workout plan, coleslaw, a hillpilly with zombie teeth, a guy who stabbed his irritating co-worker, a baby fight club, how it's raining dildos in Buffalo, we've got a follow-up to the MyPillow guy, and another extreme tale of work defecation. You're listening to Power Moves with a Captain on WLZN, mid-Michigan's finest rock. Let's do this! Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no clasp, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove Just all American dudes Out making power moves yeah. Alright, welcome to Power Moves I am Mike Burns And with me as always Is B-Dubs, Brooks Whelan that What's up my man? Nothing, you switched it up Yeah, I did Uh you know, I like it. I like a little, I like a tease. It's, it's fun. A, it's nice. It's a good tease. It's a nice little tease. I think it's a solid idea. A great idea. Cause, cause I mean, this is, you're going to hit 2000 to 10,000 episodes. There's not that many great promos out there. Right. You got to start making your own. I can't do 10,000. Yeah. Also, I really wanted to do a, uh, uh, macho man promo this mm-hmm. week. And you know what? I'm just not going to do it justice. It's yeah. like when I did that. Ooh, the, yeah. It's like when I did the Allen Iverson promo, I did it in my regular voice, which which was an artistic choice, but it wasn't necessarily great. I will admit that that mm-hmm. was not the best thing that I've ever done. So I had my CDs stolen out of my car one time, and one of those CDs was the Be a Man Macho Man rap album. Oh yeah, and I was bummed because you, I couldn't find it anywhere else. It was no longer at Sam Goody. I bought that at Reckless Records in Chicago. Be a man, in, Hogan. Come on, the, don't be scared. I bought it with Macho. That's what I heard. I bought it in the used section, and I think it was like two bucks. Oh, I got it. As Joke. I got it the day it came out. I was fucking stoked. Wow. Yeah, he's got the perfect friend on there. That's a solid song where he's like, he was my perfect friend right there. He's going, this one goes out to my real close friend and buddy, Kurt Henning, yeah. a.k.a. Mr. Perfect. If you've never heard My Perfect Friend by Randy Macho Man Savage, I implore you. Oh, I, we're jumping ahead. That's my song of the week. That's, That's my power to week. Oh, yeah. Perfect Friend by Macho Man, Randy Savage. You're breaking up the whole floor. I know, but I just Brooks. realized that I work on the fly. It is, it's wild because Macho Man talks about how, like... Last uh, one to leave the locker room. Last room to leave the locker room. But one of his accolades that he gives to Mr. Perfect is that he would always clean up the locker room. Clean up the locker room. <laughs> Cleaning up stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to Axel Henning, <laughs> son or her son or whatever, Axel and Bo Dallas. So this will be late for you, the listener, but uh, happy ween to all the daddies out there. Oh, happy. I hope it's, it's Halloween right now for us, but when you listen to this, it will be Thirsty Thursday mm-hmm. and Holly, Halloween will be long gone. I, don't, I, haven't, I still haven't come up with a costume for tonight. You have nothing. I've got nothing. Are you going anywhere? I don't know. I might go see First Man, the movie. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of everything that has to do with Halloween. I know, I know, I know. Either way, it's unimportant. You've been trying to go to First Man for... For like two or three weeks. <laughs> you can't get anyone to go. No one will go with me to First Man. No one. I can't get any... I want to see it. And it's it's playing at the Los Feliz 3, which is the greatest movie theater on the planet. Wait, and we is- can... Two blocks away. We can walk to it. It's like nine bucks. It's great. I want to see First Man. I bet it's. I bet it's nice. Well, maybe you can't get a movie partner because um, you've notoriously uh, become a loud movie uh, partner person to sit next to at the films. No, I'm. You like I'm, to talk a lot. No, uh, not when not when it's a good movie. Yeah, but you'll still you'll still interject quite a bit. Not with First Man. I'm interested. I'm I, interested. I, I have a ArcLight standards uh, movie credo. I, I like Stone Silence. I like nothing. Sure. Like yeah, nothing. no, but, but, you, but you can only be quiet for so long, and two hours is a long time for you. One time I went to the movies, it was a real fun crew. It was, uh, oh, this, so we went to the movies, we went to see, I, I couldn't even tell what movie it was, but it was, um, it was uh, the Lucas Brothers and Gerard Carmichael and Jermaine Fowler and um, uh, Jordan Peele and Chelsea Peretti, and then we found out that, that's when I found out about the Arclight Bar. This was years ago. Yeah. So we just sat at the bar and missed the whole movie. And then, like, 
Jordan Peele like came up and he was like, yo, you guys missed the movie. We're like, oh, we were just hanging out here. And that's when he told, I was like, yo, what's up next, man? And he was like, oh, I just got this deal to write this uh, horror movie. And I was, I remember thinking, okay, that sounds stupid. Make yeah. Keanu too, sure man. Did. Yeah. And then that was fucking get <laughs> out. Turns into get out. I was like, oh, I was, don't ever listen to me. I told, I didn't say don't do it, but I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah. Oh, great idea, man. We had a, uh, we had family movie night this week. Uh, that was, it was last night. It was two nights ago. Two nights ago, we decided between Blair Witch and... Ernest scared stupid. Right, because every night in Halloween and during Halloween and during October, if I'm home, I like to watch a horror film. But Brooks does not like horror. I hate films. horror films; they're terrifying. Brooks gets scared. I'm scared. So I don't have, have a. I don't. I'm sleeping with a lady. I. I, I got nobody to cuddle right now. So we we dug up a classic. Uh, Ernest scared stupid. Oh, but yeah, but but we. We tweeted out which one should we watch, and the public, it was Blair Witch or Ernest Scared Stupid, and uh, Ernest Scared Stupid won, and I'll tell you what, it was good. It was the right choice. It was the right choice. It was the right choice, but um, we, we discussed as we watched Ernest Scared Stupid that it's really questionable how all these kids hang out with the mentally handicapped yeah, guy who drives is, a garbage truck. Ernest is, when you watch it as an adult, he's mentally challenged. Right. My other favorite, and, and someone tweeted at you that that was a, a favorite game of theirs. Yeah, like it, it really changes everything if you realize that he is the local challenged guy. My, my, no one's scared of. My favorite movie to do that to is Rocky. If I you, love to watch Rocky as a mentally handicapped man who gets into boxing. I mean, he is really stupid in the first Rocky. It is shocking. He's really dumb. He gets smarter over the Rockies. And it's funny how you can... Just by having that perspective, you can watch a movie like Rocky that you've seen forever. Like, you've seen it fucking 50 times, hey, uh, and, you, got, and you watch it that way, and it turns into one of the best comedies I got, of all time. I got some turtles. I got some turtles. <laughs> I feed the turtles. Uh, Link, Cuff and Link. Uh, feed my turtles. Uh, I want to uh, Yeah, hey, I'm going to hang out <laughs> Hit on this uh, l- this, this mute lady Our who doesn't talk who works at the pet shop. Uh, hey, how's it going? I'm creeping around. I just hang out. We're not doing a mentally store. challenged voice. We're doing Sylvester We're doing Stallone's Sylvester voice. Stallone. And then you see Sylvester Stallone just pounding on meat. Yeah, well, meat. Well, well, well Polly, can I come down? And well, an abusive old man yells at him. Yeah. Come on. It makes you feel bad for Rocky. Like, he doesn't know no better. But he gets that robot in Rocky Four that Polly is in love with. Oh, that robot is fucking awesome. Polly bangs that robot in Rocky Four. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Polly's like, Polly he calls it like, sick guy. He calls it toots and stuff. And yeah. it, he's always like, thanks, toots. Polly is definitely super horno. He loves oh. snow cones and banging robots. Banging that robot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's a robot. What a dirt bag. He's a full dirt bag. As always, thanks to Rich O'Toole for the for the theme song. Um, I talked to Rich on the phone this week, and uh, uh, we're going to put out the actual Raw Dog uh, single that you hear. Um, Rich is going to put that up on Spotify. Still not up. Going to be up next week, he tells me. Here's the thing. We can't do an original, uh, a, a revamp with a full band and such. I think because it's it, good at how it is. I know. I'm just saying uh, that's that's like three grand. <laughs> Unfortunately, the podcast isn't at a three grand for a theme song level yet. I mean, nah. someday it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be worldwide. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we, I'd, I'd say this week we hit that, we hit that mark. I, I don't see why not. I was it. I just need like like uh, Ellen DeGeneres to get into power moves and plug it on the program, and boom, you're rich. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that easy. She hangs out over at Good Luck Bar. Oh, I should stop by. Yeah, she's uh, she's over there up. with Portia. Yeah, I'm sure she'd love to have a drunk conversation with me over a couple of my ties. No, she gets she get. I was at I was at Good Luck Bar, and they rolled in, and they got um like martinis but they wanted them like chilled but there couldn't be any ice in them and if you don't know good luck bar there's one bartender Mm -hmm. at all times no matter what so when that happened i was like i'm out of here if you're a millionaire you want things exactly the way. no that's nothing wrong with that but i'm like this is gonna take 25 minutes (laughs) that's six of these very specific drinks just right. a reminder that the Camel Cash sweatshorts still for sale, seven thousand dollars. Brooks is mad because I wore them this yeah, week. Yeah, well, you were wearing them. I was like, you can't wear the merch, man. I gotta keep them broken in and warmed up. They can't just be sitting there. They're gonna lose all their magic if they're in the drawer. It's like oh. it's, it's like it's a toy. It's meant to be played with. It's meant to be worn. You you wouldn't want to buy. Uh, a leather jacket that wasn't broken in. You don't want a stiff leather jacket. You won't stiff camel cash sweatshirts. You want mm-hmm. them broken in, worn by yours truly. That's a great point. Also, still 
Jesse Pops, Walmart basketball shorts with the custom cigarette burns you can put your finger through through are just $3,400. He's also selling an I Love Basketball mug that you can see on uh, the Power Moves Pod uh, Instagram. That's $400. That's the bargain basement price that you're going to get for any of the Power Moves. It's the uh, worst mug I've ever seen. It's the worst mug I've ever seen. Also, but doesn't that mean that it's also kind of the best mug you've ever it's seen? It's so big and so vague. I heart basketball is all it says. It's so stupid. It's, it's the worst. The I dumbest mean, it's thing. It's the dumbest, worst coffee It's also mug been of- sitting outside of their house for three years. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like three years. It's been out there quite a bit. Uh, we want to thank uh, Barry, the television show from HBO. Oh, big shout out to Barry, the television show from HBO. So as you've heard in other episodes, there is a uh, massive, uh, the, the Steve Allen Theater has turned into a, a uh, a crack house, a drug den. Oh, it's filled it, with degenerates. It is rocking. It's like the home and home alone when, like, you know, he's pretending to have a party at night. That's really happening. Only with heroin and meth and crazy people. There are boom boxes going on. It's There's crazy. A refrigerator outside. All sorts of like electrical wires are going in there. So it's powered. And the LAPD did nothing. Nothing. The HBO show Barry came in. They, they fucking cleaned that shit up. If, if if we haven't if you haven't heard from us before, Barry, uh, the the TV show, they shoot all the theater scenes at this crack house. Well, it wasn't a crack house crack when house they shot theater. it. No, the first season, it, Steve it was Allen was kind still of open. Well, it was still open. Then it closed, immediately taken over by crazies, and then we were just like, oh, this isn't great. Barry came back, season two. Cleaning up the streets. Yeah, it was like mom and dad were coming back and they had to clean up the house really bad. So like one day we walk by, all the all the druggies are gone. All the graffiti is spray is painted over or being painted over. We're watching this happen. It looks like it's completely fine again. Little, I, I'm sure the Barry staff from HBO didn't realize that when they were inside that building, they were sitting on piss and oh, I, I'm, and sure disease. I'm sure they did. I'm sure I'm sure I'm very positive it, they did. It had to smell so bad in there. Yeah. But um, yeah, wild that Barry from HBO, <laughs> the TV show, cleaned up our neighborhood and the cops didn't do a goddamn fucking Nothing. thing. Nothing. We should, we talked to him on a regular basis. Hey man, that guy's smoking crack. On my street, can I saw that a, not happen? Oh, I can't do anything. I saw a Why? guy because thro- it's Los Angeles. That's I, your fucking reason. I saw a guy throw a rock through a woman's van window while she was driving, <laughs> and then just sit down. She pulled over. And she was like, "The fuck!" Well, I can't do anything, sir. Sorry, sir. Be on your way. Yeah. Be on your way, sir. I got laughed in my fucking face by a police officer. It's just, just unreal. But thank you to Barry. Let's get into it, Brooks. We got a fat daddy of a fucking show today, bitch. Whoa, you switched your voice there. Man, I'm just ha- trying to have fun. No, no. And you know what I'm trying to do is trying to do my thing. Yeah, you're doing your thing. I didn't say I didn't say anything about it. I just like changed your voice. Just, oh, it's we've a new got, thing. We've got a health segment here. Um, oh, yeah, on, we had a healthy week. On Monday, I woke up, uh, of course, football hungover from Super Sunday that we have here every day at the at the marvelous I'm over Super Power Sunday. Moves the State. I can't do Super Sunday anymore. I, I got Red Zone gives me anxiety. I don't enjoy it. It's well, not fun. It, see, but it just it you it's constant entertainment, Brooks. Brooks no, is trying to pull something where he's trying to watch full football games. It it's more fun to get invested in a game. You no. I don't play fantasy football so you only care about individual players. You fucking cheered against the Lions. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the Seahawks scored with some guy you had in your Tyler you, Lockett. You clapped and I go, "Who the fuck are you? You're wearing all Lions gear and you're cheering when the Seahawks score." I don't like it. Hey, I don't think you understand the scoring system, Brooks. The Lions can still win with a Tyler Lockett touchdown. You made me laugh though cuz you're like, "Lions have given me nothing." Yeah. They've given me nothing. Tyler Lockett has given me fantasy points. Right, Thus, right. I cheer when Tyler Lockett scores. I so I woke up on Monday and I had a, a wild hair up my ass. I'm like, I walk out and I start putting my clothes on. I say, Brooks, let's walk to the golf course. I did not realize how far away this golf course no. was. I, I kind of did. But turns out round trip was 11 miles. <laughs> yeah, it was. We, we were beavis and butt heading all around East L.A. So we, we saw deers. 
It was real fun. You go out in the middle of nowhere. It's in it's in uh, it's in Griffith Park, and it's the Wilson Golf Course, and it has a wonderful like throwback uh, clubhouse. With, oh, it's great! It's with, got a photo of Tiger Woods when he was like seventeen, yeah. and his dad tube TVs playing golf highlights. Brooks got for lunch a Pepsi and a giant well, bowl of coleslaw. I got a side order of coleslaw. I thought it'd be just a little bit. I'm trying to be healthy. I was like, I don't know, coleslaw sounds pretty good. It was like a fucking picnic helping of coleslaw. Brooks, it gets plopped down in front of Brooks and Brooks says, whoa. And the <laughs> and the old lady waitress goes, don't worry, you can do it. And yeah. pat him on the back like, it was, I, I don't think you can. I can't do it. And I couldn't pack it up to go because we had a fucking six mile walk back. No, you don't want hot coleslaw in yeah. your backpack. No. And also, I don't want you eating a giant cereal bowl of coleslaw and then hanging out with me all day at home because that's going to turn into a disaster. But then we went and we hit balls. Yeah, but you <laughs> got to talk about the beautiful BLT I got. Oh, that's, it was oh my God. picturesque. Oh, my God. I think I'll put that up on the on Power Moose Pod if you want to check that out. Want to see what a real man's BLT looks like. It was. That's a power next BLT. Level. Also, we didn't get any beers, and then we were just blown away with how little lunch costs if you don't get alcohol. We're like, <laughs> we're shocked. Was $19? And, and to be fair, they have, they have these wonderful uh, goblets of beer that the goblets they come look, out of the they freezer look fun. and then they put the draft beer in it. They look fun. They're frosty. They look refreshing. And we didn't drink any of them. No, no, we, we, we just got our health on. And, and then we, and then we hit a, then we hit a bucket of balls, which I would say I was bored after 10 and we had about 1000 left. Had a lot of balls. Brooks uh, cranked a bunch of them up into the ceiling. <laughs> Almost every other ball was a pop-up for Brooks. Almost killed himself several times. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's not amused? Professional serious golfers who are at the golf course trying they, to work on their uh their work their on their chip iron. shots <laughs> and I'm just fucking cranking it and it's going straight up hitting the ceiling cuz it's like a double ceiling type of place where you can go golfing and coming ricocheting back towards us. It's shocking. I didn't know it could happen. It's shocking how many times you did that. Yeah, it's I, scary. I, I got pretty numb to it. I wasn't even scared about it. You did it like twice. So yeah. I did it like twice. And the first time I did it, I was like, holy shit. Like, like that's, this is, that was a Brooks thing that it's I was making fun of earlier. It's because they put, they give you the T. It's too tall of a T. It's too tall. No, those are, those are ideally cut down in half. Yeah. And yep. a lot of people do do that. Uh, we watched the World Series. Sadly, the Dodgers lost this week. Um, not super heartbroken. I go, I go Detroit Tigers, Chicago Cubs, the Dodgers. That is the lineage of my fandom. Um, but then on the way home from watching the second-to-last game at the Roost, which is a fantastic dive bar in Atwater Village, one of our favorites, and I believe we've talked about it before, we got a real wild lift driver. Oh, my gosh. Super androgynous, and like, Vietnamese dude. And I smoked a lot of pot dude. game, so he was just like you a probably guy. remember more than I do. He personally. was just a guy. He showed up, and he was like, what? he goes, this town crazy. And I was like, What? LA and he he he'd been at Water Village. He's like, this town crazy. And then he's like, I guess we'll go down the alley. Like he was so weird and cool. And then he was like, You need pick up girls, you need pick up confidence. And we're like, All right. He's, and then I honestly by the time he dropped us off, I was like, I kinda wanna hang out with him. Yeah. And he had a cowboy hat on. And oh yeah, he, the cowboy hat on. He like was Clint he Black loves Chris something? Stapleton. Oh, Chris Stapleton was blaring. He goes, You guys like country music? Uh-huh. And we're and like, he was yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was from Ontario. He was, yeah, Ontario, California, which is which is bizarre. Somehow he got his got his little butt all the way down <laughs> yeah. to Atwater Village, and he thought that that was like he's like I like L.A. I usually never come here. Brooks took a trip out to uh, Phoenix this week. I was uh, gone for all of fifteen hours. He was gone for fifteen hours. He went there for uh, his podcast, Entry Level. Yeah, I did Brooks live Wheeling, taping that of you Entry should Level. Check out. Yeah, is on a. It's a, it's a, it's part of the All Things Comedy family. Mm -hmm. uh, Brooks flew all the way there and then decided. Not to perform. No, well, I just, I didn't. The show was going. I did, I did my podcast, which was I was podcast. contractually obligated to do, Correct. and then I was supposed to do a guest set at the Tempe Improv, and um, I got bored and left. <laughs> <laughs> it was just too long. It was like fifteen comedians, and I was like, <laughs> "Can I go up now?" And they were like, "No," and I, and I just like didn't say anything, and I hopped in a cab and I went home. I went out to my hotel room. I ordered a pizza. And then I fell asleep before it got there. Of course you did. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, you flew to another state to do comedy and then didn't want to go up. I was bored. It was The show was taking forever. That's why I can't be bothered to do any shows. 
I don't want to go down the street and do any. Sure. I get that same feeling. I want to go home and fall asleep while pizza doesn't get delivered to me. Yeah. No, I was, it was, uh, I, I, I left, I left at like six here from Burbank, which I went three hours early to eat at the Guy Fieri's restaurant. Nah, it's not the full spread there. No. Uh, and then I came back at six Still in the morning. Fine. It's fine. It's I know, fine. but it's fun. You're at you're at the Burbank Airport. Burbank Airport LAX, rules. which is a fucking shit dump. Burbank Airport's like a cool, like a fun bus stop. It's unbelievable how the largest city in the United States has the worst fucking airport. It doesn't make any sense. Why would I why why when I go to uh Houston or Atlanta, there's better restaurants, better better entertainment. Michigan, then you go to Detroit. Yeah, you're fantastic. If you fly out of LAX, you're at the mercy of whatever terminal you're in. They give zero fucks. Versus all those other ones, you can kind of scoot around the whole. It's just a big fun mall. All the other ones are big fun malls. Right. Right on, man. That's that's why I love drinking at airports. We we often fantasize about going to the airport just to drink. I fantasize about opening up a bar that's an airport bar outside of the airport where everyone is. It's totally people are chatty and in good moods at the airport. You have cast members you like have, like a like a freshly divorced, overweight Midwestern plumbing salesman. Oh gosh, one time <laughs> when Grace and I were flying to uh, Tulum, one time we sat down at the like. At the Rolling Stone Airport Bar, you know that one? Oh, I'm a big fan. It's the best. The guy next to us is so wasted, he starts showing us photos of guns. We've already done this story, Brooks. Oh, I didn't know that. We've done this whole thing. Well, I don't know. I do like 60 podcasts. But I'm just saying, like, that guy, no thanks. Yeah, but at least you get a, uh, you you really get a taste of society. I don't need him at my non-airport airport bar. Just a taste of nudes, guy. Yeah. Of nudes, drunko. Yeah. Oh boy. Let's check in with Buddy Bill Big Toilet. Wait, I, what, what? We didn't talk about what my thing was this week. No, oh, we had a bunch of your things. You went all the way to Phoenix, and then you did. No, but perform. my thing is South Park. I got back into South Park. That oh. is my thing. You wake up every morning, and I am eating breakfast, watching South Park. Brooks likes watching copious amounts of South Park. It's so there's screaming so going on in the house at all times, <laughs> whether it's Brooks screaming about something so or, or Brooks watching a TV show about about um, something about people screaming. It's great. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be the death of me. It's a lot of anxiety going on. That's like I'm... picture that scene in Boogie Nights where the guy, the kid is setting off fireworks all day long <laughs> and, and you get that you get like horrible anxiety when you watch that that scene. That's what it's like, except for it's uh, so, some sort of screaming. It's Cartman and then me telling you to come watch what Cartman and you And me, said. yes, being summoned like while I'm doing <laughs> dishes with wet hands and headphones on for a reason. Wink. Brooks comes and grabs me to come watch a 2006 episode of South Park in the middle of the <laughs> I'm day. Like, it's really funny. These are really funny stories. Checking in with Buddy Bale, Big Toilet. Big Toilet has not contributed anything this week. And he is on thin ice. He's on thin ice because he made a couple videos and I told him, I said, these are way, way too vulgar. And that's from me. That's me. I am a, I, I have a potty mouth. I'm unapologetic about it. I, I say uh, uh, awful things on a regular basis, but there are certain things that, that, uh, that are, are too dirty and too offensive. I mean, maybe you've got, you, you let your, your 14 year old son listen to this program in the car with you and they're okay with some of the, the F bombs and the, and the, and the poop talk. Well, I don't think you should be letting you, I don't think this is for kids in the, in the Oh, come on. This is for, I'm just saying this is not a family road trip podcast. Yeah. But if they're 14, I mean, when I was a kid, when I was 14, you enjoyed a Andrew Dice Clay or Eddie Murphy raw. And then oh, you grew up man. to be an upstanding individual like me, by the way, shout out to Nick Rutherford going as Andrew ice clay for Halloween. Oh, that's fantastic. Very funny. That's great. Great, great costume. Uh, we are considering, uh, replacing buddy bill, big toilet with the gnarly minute. Oh, uh, gnarly Zach, gnarly Zach, a, a buddy of ours, a very unique, funny character. One of those, one of those guys you see at the bar or party and you're excited. He's there. He's, he's, he's a wild, wild cat. Gnarly man. Zach. Well, gnarly Zach can really get going on, on obscure metal stuff. So buddy bill and, and heavy metal baseball, uh, gnarly oh, and also baseball, food. Yeah. Uh, value food products throughout the Los Angeles area. Gnarly is a savant on all those areas. Buddy Bill Big Toilet is just not putting up the numbers right mm, now. So no. um, the Gnarly Minute, check out that on the next episode. Let's get into some power news Ooh. you can use. Yeah. This isn't really a power move story, Brooks, but I liked it so much that uh, we're just going to we're just going to 
shove it in there. We're just okay. gonna we're just gonna we're gonna lick it and stick it. Oh uh, my god. Well, you know what, Brooks? See you just said this is to listen to with the dad and his fourteen year old. Fourteen year old, maybe it's big toilet and his son. That's fine. His his little toilet. So this Alabama woman's zombie teeth got stuck in her mouth. Huh? Like the you know the the zombie teeth you wear for like a costume? Yeah. They came with some sort of adhesive. Sure. They were three bucks. Oh my her name's God. Anna Two. Anna Two put these zombie teeth with the glue adhesive into her mouth, and then they got stuck. Oh, my God. They're like completely stuck. And what I love is that all of the quotes from her are from some hillbilly Alabama lady, yeah. which is, I was trying to remove them then because they were just tight. They wouldn't budge. I even took a pair of wire clippers and cut the tips off of those. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she cuts all the sharp teeth parts off, and then the rest of it <laughs> is just is just all glued to her teeth. Oh, so, oh, it looks, oh. so instead of, like, fangs, now it just looks like, like her teeth are all coated in bloody plastic. Oh, my God. So that's pretty nuts. She she so she can't eat or drink. This goes on for a while. So oh she tries God. to drink a bunch of hot coffee to loosen all the glue up. I in mean, her mouth. I like what all these things she's doing. I drooled hot coffee. I guess you could say they wouldn't budge. I'm panicking. Of course, I had a few panic attacks by this point. I tried to sleep. Wasn't no sleeping. <laughs> Wasn't no sleeping. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty solid. I tried to sleep. Was like, it no sleeping? Like that's 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 gonna solve it. Go to the hospital. Well, that's like when you something really bad has happened to you, or you've done something really bad, and you just go in your room and like turn the lights off and go to sleep and hope it goes away. Yeah, you just wake up, be like, that's gone, right? It doesn't fucking work. No, with no, no, zombie teeth. So then she goes to uh, an emergency dental appointment. Uh, they look at it and they start pulling on it, and they're like, "We're real." This is the quote. We're well. We're gonna have to use a saw or oh cut it gosh. off in sections. Oh my or, gosh! Or drill it off. This is crazy. <laughs> so I guess, I guess they they like take, they to chip it off. They just chip it all. Oh, off. with the enamel. Oh, I don't like this story. I'm just saying that there's a lot of uh, reasons why this could have happened. Yeah. Like, I, what if these are like burnout meth head teeth that mm -hmm. are all filled with no enamel and craters and Ugh. like it just on a normal tooth. It would have just the zombie teeth would have just slipped off, but yeah. in this instance, because of uh, um, all toenail teeth over here, they yeah. got stuck. I actually, when I look at all fucking toenail teeth over here, I yeah. just made that up. I like that toenail teeth, gross. Right, got got that mustard mouth. I wrote got that candy corn smile. <laughs> Jeez, at, at, when I was at SNL, the it was Saturday was the day after Halloween. <laughs> I wrote a sketch where a guy glued a cat uh he glued his cat claws on and couldn't get his cat eye contact lenses out. Oh, no yeah so he kept trying like to... maureen ponderosa yeah yes but he was uh he was a um officer and he kept trying to give a report on this killer but he had cat eye contact lenses. <laughs> it was fun it was a funny idea but it didn't did not make it through i like that a lot yeah this happened but this lady did it for real in real life yeah for real in real life brooks you shot me over this story Shout out to B Dubs oh, for doing this, some doing some reporting on the program well, this week. I saw this and I was like, "This is the this is the ultimate power move because this guy deserved what he got." Antarctica scientists allegedly stabs colleague for spoiling the endings of books. Yes, <laughs> the endings of Brooks. That's what's gonna happen when I stab Brooks. No, 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 no. Please don't stab me. Um, they were they were just these two dudes have been in Antarctica for four years. Mm -hmm. For four years, I Russians. think they're the Russians. Yeah. Which already don't fuck with a Russian, even if you're a Russian. Yeah, the, the engineer is Sergei Savitsky. Yep. And he's accused of stabbing welder Oleg Blogazov so, in the chest. Yes, in his heart. Not, <laughs> not he, he went for the kill because for four years, they're going crazy. It's just the two of them. All they do to pass the time is read books. And the other dude would be like, Hey, here's how that book ends. And he'd tell him. And he, this went on for long enough that the guy's like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you do that again. And he did it again. And he tried to kill him. That's a fucking power move. Spoiler people are a specific breed of human being. Some people cannot hold in the information at any cost before... They, they need to spoil. Also, it sounds they like he was antagonizing. Spoil. He sounds like these two guys went crazy. Right, because it's not like you're you're spoiling a half-hour television show. You're spoiling what is a 
12, 20 hour investment. And these guys reading. are locked in Antarctica. That's all they have. That's all they have. He's not spoiling a book when then you can be, go get another fucking book or see a movie. In this article, the best part about the whole thing, and I'll even show it to you, Brooks, if you look at my computer here. Okay. The last sentence is some reports suggest that alcohol was involved. <laughs> yeah, some reports, sure. <laughs> and suggest is underlined like wink. Yeah. Hey, maybe uh maybe the Russians were wasted. Hey, do you would do you think that Russian guys who are stranded in Antarctica 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 for work maybe drink vodka a lot? Yeah, think? yeah, cuz you know their bosses. If you're somewhere where you know your boss ain't dropping in, get to get that sip on. You've got to. Yeah. Or maybe uh I'm assume the the engineer is the boss I th- and see, the welder is the employee. I don't know, man. I just all I know is I heard stabbing. I was like, okay, stabbing. And they're like, oh, no, in the heart. In the heart. In the heart. I mean, that's like, you only see that in movies. That's crazy. <laughs> that's I've been crazy. stabbed. I got stabbed in my back. Oh, yeah. Burns uh, got by stabbed. By my spine two times. Uh, how many Halloweens ago was that? Four Oh, it was five? a while ago. I was, it was before I moved to New York. But yeah, Burns has been stabbed. Yeah, by gang members. Uh, I don't want to tell that story right now. We'll save that for another <laughs> Okay, time. that's a little teaser for it's later. A, it's a long story. Yeah, yeah. Well, you I'm going to save that for a specific uh, a chunk of, of tales. But yeah, that, you went to the I hospital. You got your tetanus shots. It was a good time. I yeah. actually had a good time at the hospital. Bled a lot. It was fun. Hot doctor. And that made it all worthwhile. Oh, yeah. you. The sad part was you, you're like, you're, I'm so cool. I got stabbed. <laughs> that's not what anybody thinks. Still have the jacket. Jacket. Yeah, looks rad. Uh, like yeah. I'm in the '50s greaser game. <laughs> uh, yeah. In other stories, St. Louis daycare hosted Fight Club for preschoolers. Oh my God, what? So, there's this place in St. Louis called uh, Adventure Learning Center that teaches. Well, pre- it sounds like a big adventure. And all these teacher or these all these teachers organized a one day fight club for the preschoolers. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> See, what happens is, Brooks, the lead teacher organizes this after the heater breaks in order to entertain the kids. So the heater at this preschool, broken, it's cold, the kids are irritable, they need activities. So she organizes a fight club for all the kids to fight each other. That sounds like she was looking for any reason to start a fight club. They got busted because a 10-year-old captured video of the fighting with his iPad Uh, He's with the older kids in the next room. He's worried about his little brother who's crying after three fights. (laughs) (laughs) After three fights. There's rounds. That poor little kid. Some little preschooler had to fight three times. What a badass. Yeah, it sounds like he's winning. It sounds like he's making his way through the fucking, what's that tournament? Uh, The... The Kumite? Kumite. Yeah. And so Fighting instead of... Fighting a half-pipe. The, and what, and what, a, what a bitch little 10-year-old who didn't try and stop this. He mm. just videotaped it and said well, it to I'm, his mom. To be fair, if I'm 10, I'm going to videotape this If for my sure. little four-year-old brother has got to fight to the death with other preschoolers, I'm going to go in there and take advantage of the situation where I get to rebel against authority. That's all I see right there. I... I would just hope that I have toughened up my four-year-old little brother enough that he is just rocking and rolling on his third fight. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to tape his hands, dip him in glass, and send him in there to oh finish the gosh. job. He's fighting Tong Po. <laughs> so there's actually a video of this. I don't know if it's online anywhere. You can try and find it. Um, you can see one teacher who is so fucking pumped, and then all the other teachers, the <laughs> other teachers putting Hulk fists on preschoolers. Oh my god! Like they are. They are fucking wild. This is nuts. Okay, this is a quick sidetrack. Oh, oh no. What? It was that it was that kid's fourth birthday. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, oh, is his fourth birthday? That's a, his whole life he's gonna have to remember how on his fourth birthday he had to fight three kids at preschool. Oh my god, that's nuts. Okay. That's pretty sad. Okay, quick sidetrack. I just thought of it with kickboxer and um uh, what was the other? It was Kickboxer and then Bloodsport. Mm-hmm. Did you have a movie growing up, Michael, where no matter what, if you went to the video store, you would rent it? Oh, sure. What I mean, was it? I mean, there's several. For me, it was Young Guns. Anytime I went to the store, I rented Young Guns, no matter what, to where my dad one time was just like, just fucking buy it for him. He's rented it so yeah, many times. If it was a new movie back then, VHS tapes were like 80 bucks. Remember if you lost one, it was like 80 bucks until it became a, a rental yeah. like for purchase for the general public. Like For some reason, there was some rule well, they that had if to, you owned it, a, 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 a VHS store, you could rent the tapes, but the, 
it was an exorbitant price. It was like, yeah, it's because they're renting them out to make money. Yeah, it's how it's like laws. And then, and then that that went by the wayside. Then you had like blockbuster videos where you could get like there was like a thousand copies of, of Jerry Maguire instead of two that you had to fight over with the other fucking dipshits in yeah. your hometown, and, I, and you just never get it. Like. I, yeah, you'd never I, get Tump, Temple of Doom. You'd never get it because it'd I remember, never be there. I remember I would call in. You'd never get Young Guns because Brooks rented it every yeah, time. I would call in a bunch. to. It was called 2001 Videos to Go. It was like not a chain. And I was like, do you guys have Beverly Hills Cop Ninja? Uh, <laughs> and they were like, no, we don't. And I'd be like, do you know when it's due back? And they're like, uh, today. And then I'd call back like 20 minutes later and be like, do you have Beverly Hills Cop Ninja? I was disguising my voice. I just wanted it so bad. Either way, it's you just great. can't have it sometimes. It sometimes great. you can't have things, yeah. but then when you fir- then when you f- when you finally get that movie, you're super pumped. I like was, it's an event. It was. I just remember being really depressed. I didn't get it that day. They have 30 minutes of uh, these fights recorded Holy on the daycare shit. security cameras. Oh my gosh! Is it weird that I kind of want to see it? I mean, you kind of do, but it's like Is that they got Hulk hands on. Here's the thing: Do you remember bum fights? Yeah, I don't like bum fights. But remember how you kind of wanted to see it, and then you watched two minutes of it, and then you wanted to puke for being a bad person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm saying the Hulk hands made it sound better. Yeah, but you know those Hulk hands are coming off. Oh, boy. You Either, know they're it, coming off. The adults involved are insane. Okay. I mean, it's just you, you can't trust people, I guess, is the lesson here. Sure, sure. What a, what a great lesson for this week's episode. <laughs> That's the theme of this week's episode. Don't trust people. Listen to Macho Man's rap album. Don't trust people and listen to Macho Man's rap album. I exactly. Think, I think if you just followed those two rules, you would, uh, you'd you'd have a pretty great life. You're going to have a good weekend, at least. You're going to have a good weekend. Power sports. Let's go to the power sports uh, news desk. Oh, here we go. Oh, we got to move all the way over. Oh, boy. Just moving on. Here we um, are. Over here now. So in 2016... Uh, a Bills fan threw a dildo onto the field during a Bills game right in the middle of the play. So now it's a thing for uh, people at Bills games, Buffalo residents, to throw uh, dildos onto the field. Oh, very cool. They threw so many that on the Monday night football game, they three of them got caught on camera on television going onto the field. Oh, really? Yeah. One of the refs has to go over and kicks a big dong fucking floppy dildo out of the end zone oh and onto the sidelines. Yeah. Okay. And that's only Bill's fans are fucking trash. So <laughs> that is only going to encourage them. Yes. They Bill- were Zubas smash each other through tables yeah. and bring dildos to the games. And they are trash can be scumbags. a term of endearment. They can be. A, and scumbag also can be a ter- term of endearment. I mean, I like this wild behavior. Oh, when they made the playoffs and I, it was just nothing but people getting thrown through tables. I was like, whoa, it, I hope this team makes it all the way. If you haven't uh, seen all of the the uh, videos of of uh, Bills fans crushing each other through tables it, it's at just, tailgates, yeah. I implore you to go look that up after the show of Coars. Uh, no, pause it. Go watch it because like half of them well, miss. Pause this show. Half of them miss. It's wild. Yeah. I, I also like fucking like a nice vibrator dildo is expensive. I, those like could be like 30, 40 bucks. They're just chucking them, but it's funny if you get it on camera. Maybe they're like used up ones. Oh my got, gosh! Oh no! Stop it! Come on, man. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I would, I, I would, here. I would throw my old one out there. I wouldn't throw like a nice right, new okay. one. Can you imagine you went to the store and bought a forty dollar dildo just to throw it at your team? I mean, I mean, that's a Bills fan. <laughs> yeah, I can Bill's imagine. Bills going to Bills. I can, I can imagine them doing that. Bills going to Bills. Let's get in some listener mail. Where we hear from? Wait, all are the we going to talk about the Miami Dolphins there. guy yet? No, no, no. We're, we're we have that on the back burner. Oh, okay, he's we're, the best. We have that on the back burner. We don't need that today, Brooks. Right. We have enough content. Okay, but, it, but teaser Miami Dolphins coach. Just look it up. It, from, don't, from last don't look year. it up. Wait Super for us to funny. show it to you. All right, all right. You're going to ruin the whole story. Okay. Someone's going to go read it, and then it's not going to be interesting. No, though. they're going to be excited. To, it's a teaser. Now we can't do it. This guy's a fucking... Now I can't, see, you spoiled. He's You're awesome. a spoiler. He's crazy. You're the guy who gets stabbed in the heart, spoiling stuff that doesn't happen yet. All right, all right. 
Listener mail, where we hear from all the daddies out there. You gotta see when you say it with you gotta use your dusty roads voice. We call them daddies when we hear from the daddies. Well, yeah, that can be your job. You do it. All right, all right. That's so just little mail from the daddies today. Let's, what did the daddies have to say, Michael? If you have a power move story, go ahead. You can send that into Power Moves Podcast with Mike. Not Power Moves Podcast. It's just Power Moves with Mike Burns at Gmail. And uh, you two can make the team. I'm calling. That's making the team, man. If you get on here. You're Welcome out to the team, Daddy. You're right on the team, baby. Look, Daddy, you on the team you now, on Daddy. The team, Daddy. This is a uh, follow up to the My Pillow guy from uh, listener Aubrey. Ooh, oh, oh, female Daddy. Oh, this is a nice Daddy. It's a female Daddy. We got Daddies of all Which kinds. Which is just a Daddy. I don't need. Yeah, a female. Just not a female Daddy. She's a daddy, daddy, a daddy's daddy. A Daddy. Wouldn't you like to be a Daddy? Too? Daddies are gonna Daddy. Hey, Mike and Brooks. I was listening to the latest episode where you guys discussed the infamous inventor of My Pillow. I'm from Minnesota, and I have a story about him that I think you two will really appreciate. Oh, I can't wait. Last winter, I went to a Christian music concert at U.S. Bank Stadium. It was a free show, and I had two and had two really popular Christian artists. Those the stadium was pan, was packed with thousands of people. That's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I, I, look, I I like I like our daddies even if they go to Christian rock concerts. Hey, to be fair, I have owned a striper tape but I didn't know it was a Christian rock band when I bought it. It was the one with the dollar bill kind of design on the front, and sure. I thought it looked super awesome. Yeah. And then I came home and played it, and my mom walked into my room, and she thought it, I mean, I, she has no idea that music that sounds like that can be for Jesus. Yeah. And she got so steamed and made me prove to her that it wasn't some sort of satanic band. Oh my gosh. Because they're talking about God in the songs. Like, in God we trust, in him we oh must my, believe. Oh, okay. He is the only way. Sounds like you listened to it more than once, Mike. I did. I wanted to like it so bad. It was like 12 bucks at Camelot Music, man. All right, I get it. I, get I only it. have like 10 tapes. Look, daddies can be... A, we we like daddies that, that go to Christian rock concerts. I tried to make it cool. Yeah. Anywho, my favorite part of the show was between the... T- and also, you want to go to a Christian rock concert? Do your thing. I ain't trying, I ain't trying to make fun of your, I, your we're thing, not, Yeah, we're saying daddies yeah. doing the thing. Yeah. That's great. My favorite part of the show was between the two artist sets. The guy who founded my pillow came out to give a testimony. He sat on stage for 30 minutes, ugly crying. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ugly crying talking is such a specific and very and then, well put way and to then say I did that. Crack and then crack on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Was he, I, I hope he was hugging a pillow. He's crying, talking about ugly crying, talking about all the streets in Minneapolis he used to do crack on. Oh, it's just a checklist. If you want <laughs> That's to just crack. bragging. Yeah. And then I That's did cry bragging. Over. Yeah. The worst part is everyone in the audience was given a free pillow. Oh, that's nice. That's actually pretty rad. It's a nice takeaway. It's a nice swag. Um, uh, while everyone in the audience was given a free pillow, and while Mike Lindell was crying and talking about how the my pillow saved his life, people started to rip open the pillows and throw the stuffing at him on stage. <laughs> oh my God. This is a Christian rock concert. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> He's crying. You're throwing what he gave you for free at him. Soon security had to escort Mike off stage because there were so many pillows and they didn't want it to become a safety concern. I was laughing so hard at everything that happened that I couldn't even stay for the rest of the show. So I just loaded up with about eight my pillows and left after Mike's speech. <laughs> Dude, Honestly, this, a night I will never forget. That's a great story. That's, that's awesome. That's a nice that's story. That's awesome on so many levels. Daddy, that's a good story. That Daddy. is fantastic. So you've got a guy who is a... A recovering crack addict pouring his eyes and guts out to you about how hard it was to stop doing crack and how it meant so much for him to be here and all these places that he suffered through. And then he created this product that made him rich and was to benefit other people and their sleep problems. And everyone rips them apart and, and throws the guts of them at and him. And this is not at a Nirvana concert. This is at a Christian rock concert. Man, that's wild. That's, there's, a, there's a lot of twists and turns in that it story. It really shows you what, what kind of soft bitch that Mike Lindell guy is. Yeah. That he's got that, That's the way he's treated. He commands no respect. None. He's over there hugging Trump. He's right. the new Kanye. <laughs> the new Kanye. Yeah. Kanye, uh, Kanye's uh, back to neutral now. He's just, yeah. he's a boy who you, cried wolf. No, Pick you and lane, I, man. I I was telling you yesterday, Kanye's full pro wrestler. Full pro he's wrestler. just selling merch. He's like 
He went heel. He went over heel to pro Trump. All the Trump people love his music. They're buying it up. Now he's like back to fuck Trump. I'm out of politics. The fuck Trump now, people also love Kanye. Now he went baby face. So now everyone's like, okay, we can listen to Kanye again. He just got the whole country to buy his shit. He's just, he's in He that. got both sides. He's got to pick a lane. He's greedy. No, no, he's, he's pro wrestler. He's pro wrestler. Yeah, greedy pro Heel, baby face, heel, baby face. He's all over the place. Someone almost just call it bipolar. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. There's uh, a definition. I don't know. He should have more microphones. I'm excited for this story. This is exciting. Um, it's called Power Deuce, Brooks. Okay. Last year, I took a new job, which is generally fine, except that every other Monday morning at 8.30, I have to actively participate in a sales meeting that usually turns into an interrogation by the bosses. It's something I dread, and I offset my anxiety by binge drinking the Sunday before. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okie doke. Sounds like you, Burns. Did well, you write it into your own podcast? Yes. My logic is to start... This is from a friend. <laughs> My yeah. logic is to start boozing late morning and pound cold ones through the afternoon so I pass out by 7 p.m. and wake up early enough to get to the office and prep for the meeting. That way, I enjoy my Sunday without worrying too much about the meeting, and I can still get a solid eight or nine hours of Z's. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. In the, short, in the short I wrote, there's a, my character and his best friend do uh, coke at noon, so they run out by five. Well, that's a little different, Brooks, but... Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying... But it's like, still, yeah, it's the it's thought a, process. It's a you yeah, can do whatever a, you want as long a, as you stop at a certain time. It's a real time. psycho mentality totally to cool. be like, if we, as long as we go to sleep by nine, you can do whatever drugs or alcohol you want. You go to Brooks's Twitter and check out that uh that short it's uh, great the attempt yeah the it's attempt, good. it is great i actually like it and i wouldn't say that <laughs> yeah no you, you were like that's actually really it's good. actually really good i was like wow you never give me any compliments okay a go few on. a few weeks ago i had a particularly rough weekend where i rocked real hard mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on the way to work monday morning i stopped at duncan for a sausage egg and cheese sammy oh, hash browns and iced coffee this, that sounds delightful this is gonna run through you though i scarfed it all down in my car like an animal and proceeded to the office about 10 minutes before the sales meeting started, I experienced the unmistakable tummy pangs of a hot garbage shit getting ready to oh. erupt. <laughs> oh my you know what this is turning into? This whole segment's turning into penthouse forum, but shit stories. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'd never believe you'd never, I'd never believe this story if it didn't happen to me. Yeah. But I went to Dunkin' Donuts. And this is, uh, th isn't this like the second Dunkin' Donuts shit story? I mean, I mean, it's a very popular place, Brooks. Yeah. The chances are that uh, multiple people are going didn't to have shit other, stories. Didn't that other Dunkin guy, donuts? I think, I think from a previous listener, he shit in the Dunkin' Donuts and then locked the door, but left his cell phone in there. Yeah. 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 You can check that out in episode six. Or uh, five. Who knows? It's I, around there. I don't recall. Five or six. I ex I'm going to read this sentence again because I like it so much. I experienced the unmistakable tummy pangs of a hot garbage shit getting ready to erupt. So with a clenched ass, I waddled to the bathroom as fast as I could. Keep in mind that this is your typical suburban office building community bathroom shared by three companies. It has a row of urinals and four stalls. I burst into the bathroom and was, was relieved to see it was empty and rushed to the coveted handicap stall. You got to. You yeah. got to get in the oh, handicap stall. It's great. You can really spread you out. Spread out. You could do some laps, push-ups, what have you. You play Angry Birds for hours in there. As I was dropping trow, I noticed something peculiar. The water level in the toilet was mysteriously low. My hazy, hungover brain rationalized that this was because I was the first one to use the toilet on a Monday morning. It had been sitting unused for two whole days, and the water must have slowly drained out. It'll be fine when I flush. As soon as my cheeks hit the seat, I unleashed one of the most vile, raunchy shits of my entire life. Oh I should read gosh. these like like their like their no, penthouse is, forums. I mean, I don't. This is a great. Who said this? This is fantastic. Goddamn Steinbeck. Yeah, I, I. It's way too long, but I like it so much that it's not too long. No, I'm saying he's he's writing very well. Yeah, for sure. The hot lava just kept coming. Oh my god. All of the weekend booze and shitty food I consumed got <laughs> processed into pure sludge, <laughs> and the smell. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. It was like nothing I ever smelled before. The fact that there was pretty much no water in the tea bowl clearly exasperated the problem. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, it gets so gross. You should read it like Casey Casey. <laughs> I finished with a couple minutes to spare. As soon as I stood up and looked out, I was appalled. And that's saying a lot. Every inch of toilet bowl wall was coated in huge muddy puddle filled the bottom. <laughs> I cleaned myself and put... <laughs> I cleaned myself and pulled on the handle to flush. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Nothing. I considered hightailing it out of there, but decided to give it another shot. I held the handle for three or four more seconds, and the contents of the bowl started jiggling. I jumped back. The mess in the toilet gurgled, splattering duty onto the rim. <laughs> Duty's a great word. <laughs> the surrounding floor and a little even hit the back wall. The real paint job. Then the contents of the bowl began to slowly rise. My guess is that the water was filling up underneath the shit. I watched in horror as everything rose to the top of the bowl. Oh, no. I bolted out of the stall, stopped at the mirror to make sure I didn't have any shit flex on me, and ran <laughs> to the sales meeting. An hour or so later, after bumbling my way through the meeting. This is a full so Carl. So this guy's hung over. This is fuck. Carl Welzine, yes, too. this is Carl Welzine. And this guy's, imagine this is, hung, you're hung over and panicky and anxiety-ridden anxiety anyway, and you're dealing with this. An hour or so later, after bumbling my way through the meeting, I decided to return to the scene of the crime. A coworker was taking a leak, and I didn't want to give myself away, so I pulled up next to him to whiz. Another guy came in. He seemed way too chipper for a Monday morning. He was whistling as he made his way towards the handy stall. Fucking Ken. It's Ken. Probably, it is Ken. Probably excited that it was open, as it's by far the most popular stall in the bathroom. I always worry about that, like... A lot well, of yeah. a lot of dirty butts are on the on the, the handicap the cleanest, stall. The cleanest stall is the first one because everyone goes to the corner. Right. No one wants to be have their feet seen. You know what we used to do as little assholes? If if in school, if you were taking a shit, we would pee on your feet. Oh wow, that's that's real sick. Brooks. Oh yeah, it was just like oh it's like oh yo hey Reese's Reese's shit and everybody get in here we gotta pee on his shoes yeah, so see. you'd be. You'd be shitting, totally vulnerable, and then like being like, "Oh God, stop peeing in here!" Now, see, everyone at our school would just climb up and and lurk around the top of the stall <laughs> like the fucking Lost Boys or something. Yeah, or just watch like, people. Lost, lost Boy, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Kiefer Sutherland is there yeah. lurking to kill you. Oh, that's and, yep. Oh, and you get taunted and spit on, and oh, oh boy. boy, I mean, you just did not shit at school. You were a psycho. We would you. throw. Uh, we would get the. We'd get a big thing of. Uh, toilet paper, get it real wet, uh -huh. and then throw it up and over. Oh sure, yeah. Oh. So people are just getting rained with uh, wet toilet paper. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, God, I can't. Okay, back to the story. I'm Casey Kasem. Now back to the story. As soon as he nudged the stall door open, he stopped whistling and yelled, "Good God! <laughs> <laughs> That's just disgusting." <laughs> His tone of voice was a combination of. Anger, repulsion, and disbelief. He stormed out of the bathroom. I felt a wave of terror, thinking it would somehow be identified. Thinking I would somehow be identified. Still at the urinal, my coworker turned to me and goes, Yeah, I wouldn't go near that <laughs> handicap stall. It's bad. <laughs> Six A's in the word bad. It's bad. When I got back to the office, a couple more of my coworkers were talking in hushed tones about the mess. I sidled up to them and was like, yeah, I saw it. So gross. <laughs> there was specul, and now it's like a, it's talk of the office. This destroyed <laughs> handicapped stall is the talk of the office, because it should be. Like yeah. someone did that. It's a Monday morning. I need to know who's sick. Like whose stomach has this problem like that's so spectacular that you could destroy an entire handicapped stall. Oh, yeah, I saw it. So gross. There was speculation on who could have caused such a literal shit show. I suggested it might be the tubby accountant from another office on our floor, <laughs> tubby, who most days picks up two Buena, Buena, Buena beefs for lunch and eats them in our shared common space. Most people agreed. He's fucking dad boner. Two beef sandwiches? No, two beef sandwiches This guy, lunch. This guy is dad boner. He's blaming other people. By late morning, the stall had been closed off with yellow caution tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> After lunch, I popped back into the bathroom, and two building maintenance guys were working on He's the like handy He's like a serial stall. killer who keeps returning to the scene of the crime to see what's happening. <laughs> one was angrily ranting in <laughs> Spanish, and I heard the other one say, I hate this fucking job. Oh, my God. <laughs> and this guy did this. This guy does. Yeah, he's a serial killer. He's back at the scene. And now he's trying to get attention for it. Yeah, yeah. Serial killer behavior, and I appreciate that. Don't kill people. The blown-up stall was a big convo topic most of the day, and I played it real cool. Mm -hmm. As I was walking out of the office at the end of the day, I felt like Kaiser Soze at the end of Usual Suspects when he loses his limp, flexes his supposedly paralyzed fingers, and slips into a getaway car driven by Kobayashi. Wow. What a story. Fantastic. What a day. Yeah, what a... It uh, makes you kind of want to really destroy a toilet and then just... 
like sit around nah, and wait for people to I'm talk okay. about it. No, no, no. Oh, come on. It's like, that's a, that's a, it sounds like an exciting Monday. It sounds like you spiced up the it, Monday. I mean, it's a pretty fucking exciting Monday. And yeah. I appreciate that when he had a lot of joy writing this. You can tell he enjoyed I it. I enjoyed reading it. I enjoyed hearing it. Brooks, time for some power tunes. Well, we already know my power tune. And we out, bro. It's Perfect Friend by Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I forgot. It's it was done. so long ago yeah. in the program. <laughs> perfect Friend. Macho Man Randy Savage. My, my I haven't listened to it in a while. I'm going to fucking play it as oh, soon yeah. as we're done recording. Uh, absolutely. That's going on as soon as as soon as we are done. My song, Power Tune of the Week, is Dennis Edwards, Don't Look Any Further. Um, I'm sure you have heard the bass line from this song. Yeah, I don't uh, know this song. Dennis Edwards, a uh, former member of The Temptations, put out a solo album, Don't Look Any Further, in 1984. And this song has been sampled on so many different records, primarily hip hop. You'll hear this this beat on Tupac's Hit 'Em Up, uh, Eric B's Paid in Full, uh, Lil Wayne's Way of Life off of Lil Wayne's 500 Degrees, which is one of my favorite cash money songs of all time. Um, so what's so great about this song is you've got to see the video. Look up the video on YouTube. Uh, I, I can't put the video links onto the uh, onto the show description anymore. It takes up way, 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 way too much space, and they don't allow you to always put a l- proper link, and it's just terrible. So look up Dennis Edwards. Don't look any further. One of the cheapest videos of all time. But this guy will make you want to make love to your woman and be gangster as a motherfucker. Wow, sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Go check that out. Put it on. After work on Thursday, put it on Friday afternoon, put it on Saturday morning when you get up ready to fucking rock the weekend. And I guarantee you, you will thank me later. Guys, that is our show. What a show. Daddy. That, that is. What, 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 we've done it again, Michael. We, we went in. We came. The daddies are really carrying the show with the excellent listener mail. I really appreciate that. Podcast at gmail.com. I love it. I love the listener mail. The listener mail is what is making the Power Moves podcast the sensation that it has become. That is. It feels like we're hanging out with like, there's like more people on the show. I love it. It's very fun. Don't need guests. Look, hey, daddy, if you like the podcast, rate it, subscribe it, and listen to it every Thursday. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Listen to Brooks. Brooks speaks the truth. Again, Power Moves with Mike Burns at Gmail. If you want to send in a story, we can't get to all of them. But again, I'm backlogging a whole bunch of them. We may do just a full episode of Listener Mail. Listener Mail. We're going to close out the show with a song from uh, my buddy Jed Hathaway's band, uh, Phantom Power. Jed Hathaway was the lead on the Power Moves uh, cartoon pilot that you probably have never seen, and you don't have to if you don't want to. But a uh, great guy lives in Portland, works for that was for, a, that was for a, Shadow Machine. That was a power move you did of your own, Burns. When Comedy Central didn't pick up power moves, you were like, "I'm just gonna put it on YouTube. Fuck it. Yeah, I want people to see it. Yeah, I want people to see it, and I think it's still good. But yeah. you, you can check that out if you want. But uh, let's get into uh, Visions by Phantom Power. I think you'll dig it. It's got a real '90s vibe, real kind of like little subtle tool thing. And it's really looking forward to the weekend, you guys.